0: list of things to do and that's where I figured out I did the search button or I had the search button filled out and I'm like oh I'm sorry yes it was my error yeah. my my <laughs> favorite thing to that
1: <laughs> my favorite is when it's it's the here's the list of things that could help you. Did this yeah. help you? No, it's no. A <laughs> <goddamn> thing exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> give me a human to talk to
0: yes we <laughs> want humans not automation not automated crap. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yes, and humans that
0: won't sell you
2: something in the middle of you're talking about oh, the problem. I had that done. With oh yeah, it,
0: Oh yeah, the
2: old upsell. That was fun.
0: <laughs> yes, well, that's their job. Yeah, but you <laughs> can solve
1: the problem first, and then sell me something. Not in the What's middle well? of trying to solve the problem. Well, when when they try and sell you something to fix the problem. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I did it. Yeah, I, I I, have to admit, the, the iTunes person that I actually physically got on the phone with was fabulous. <laughs> Hi, Becca. Hi. <laughs> it was absolutely fabulous. So there's all right. Well, we better get this show on
1: the road. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> although I think we'll continue this rant after we do our introduction yes. here but for everyone out there for all of our wonderful watchers welcome this is another episode of Spilling Ink the talk show that takes you behind the book to meet the authors and professionals in the publishing industry how's everyone doing tonight? Good, good. yes very good it's we Saturday October. night! <laughs> And we are live, (laughs) but not New York. (laughs) No, no, not New York. Thank God.
0: I know. Tell me about it.
1: (laughs) Hi, Regine. (laughs) Uh, Yes, definitely like, subscribe, hit that, or was it smash that like button? I don't say it as good as as they do.
2: (laughs) Hit it. (laughs) It, It's smash that like button or we'll wave a sharp, pointy thing at you.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. And <laughs> like that, so is that really a threat?
0: Yeah, I don't think I wanna.
2: <laughs> actually, I have several sharp pointy things
1: right over there. <laughs> so, that was actually I have a pen, pen within distance. I, I've got a bunch of throwing knives right here on my desk, so <laughs> that, that, yeah, you probably have the closest. Well, I have knives over there too. <laughs> I've got so I've got a sword above my desk. It. I've got a sword behind me. I've got a set of throwing knives over there, and I've got a dagger just over there, out of camera range.
0: So don't screw with Katie.
1: Uh, <laughs> I have a problem. Okay, that's no, okay. I, I didn't drop I the end there. there. I almost did. Three, four, five, six,
2: seven. I have seven swords over there. I have uh, four, five, or six in my bedroom. I have um a couple of knives on the bed hanging off the bed. So yeah.
1: See, I knew I liked you. <laughs> She's my people.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh,
1: and then and we've got the the random cameo of your husband walking in and out of frame.
0: <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> He's getting a drink right now. Of course. I'm in a trailer, so there's nowhere
1: else for him to go. That's true. That's true. Nowhere to run. Nowhere to hide. Yep. (laughs) And the kitchen is right there. (laughs) Yes, it's just he's
0: automatically part of the show, whether he wants to be or not. Pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) And it's not. It's not campfire weather. It's you know freeze your ass off in the cold weather.
1: (laughs) See, we are just now hitting chilly season, where it's starting to fluctuate. Yep. And what that means is it'll be like, you know, 90, 60, 80, 70, like every day shifts. And you can't tell what it's going to be from one day to the next. But at least it's mm-hmm. not triple digits anymore. So I'm yep. not going to complain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're getting frost, just
0: saying. <gasps> okay. Oh goodness. At night. We, ha- we haven't quite gotten frost yet. They yeah. haven't given frost warnings either here or in New Hampshire. And from what my mother-in-law had said earlier in the week, it doesn't look, look like it's going to happen until after next weekend so in time for us to go home <laughs> okay well the weather's oh. at least playing along with you yeah
1: exactly you can get home safe and sound and then everything freezes yes exactly <laughs> 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 Well, that's fine with me. I'm, I'm yeah. happy to enjoy any cool weather that's coming through. Like I said, we just almost like last week got out of triple digits. Oh, so wow. I will not complain at all. I, I can't stand it. It's, it's too hot. I'm done with the heat. I will gladly freeze. I will not complain one single bit <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> until maybe like February. <laughs> well,
0: we didn't have a lot of heat um, here much this summer. Not like last summer. Last summer was the perfect summer at the beach. This summer, it was very cold until about August. Wow. July, July was freezing. <laughs> we were wearing coats on the Fourth of July. We were wearing, what? you know, winter coats in on on Memorial Day because it was like you know sideways cold rain. <laughs> so so you know I'm kind of envying the hundred degree weather. <laughs> <laughs> it was no, pretty hot Most of our summer
2: we had a lot of rain It was kind of humid But uh, yeah, the temperature was nice In fact, with, up until last week We were still getting 20, 20 degree weather Which is, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit But it's 20 degrees Celsius It's mm-hmm. reasonably warm here So
1: Okay oh. <laughs> And you're even further north and east she,
0: She's about six hours is it six hours? Yeah, something like that from where I am, north and east of York Beach. Wow. There are Nova Scotia is about six hours north, right? Yeah. I know. <laughs>
1: I got to ask him because <laughs> I'm like, somebody bring me a globe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know I know it's over here on the map, Maine, Maine and Connecticut and all those places are over here on the map and we're up here. And that's, yep. that's my distance. Good
1: enough. Yeah. Good
0: enough. As, as he said, you know, Acadia is about three and a half hours from here. And it's, again, probably two and a half to three hours from there to Nova Scotia. So,
2: <laughs> Possibly less if you take this high-speed ferry, although I don't know if the high-speed ferry is still running. But... I don't know. Hmm.
0: Okay. <laughs> from Bar Harbor or from?
2: Yeah. Um, well, they used to, the, they call it the cat. it uh, used to run from Yarmouth to Bar, it Bar Harbor. It was one of the. Yeah, ferry stops over Maine anyway. Yeah, by Harbor um, probably the closest. I think that yeah. they, they, they probably they stopped it for COVID. I don't know if it's running again or. I don't know. Maybe. And there maybe was maybe. a lot of
0: money problems
2: too with those ferries. The ferry always has money problems.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, especially with oh, it's eight hours. He says <laughs> almost nine. So. <laughs> <laughs> The the map quest in the corner. (laughs) There you go. There you
1: go. See, I told you he's unofficially part of the show. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, speaking of let's get this show on the road. Anita, you haven't visited us in a while, but you are always in the chat. Like every episode. I don't think you've missed an episode at all. So we are so happy to bring you back on to chat about not only your new book, but your cover design service and all the things that you are involved in because you are a busy lady. Yeah,
2: I am. Way too busy for my own good.
1: <laughs> Just basically my tagline these days.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I got a new book. Let's see, oh yeah, that's a much better cover Ooh. shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that, um basically that's uh my third book of horror poetry. Um, the other two are horror haiku, although there is some horror haiku in this one as well. But um basically, the first part is poems about monsters. Second part is poems about crazy people and <laughs> the third part is the leftover horror haiku that i had that didn't fit in the other two books so
1: can we just talk about how cool that cover looks yes i know i, I, I came I out
2: it's <laughs> like i saw that picture with the umbrella. i'm going yes i don't know what book i'm going to put it on but i'm going to put it on a book is <laughs> awesome and uh, then I, I added it. in the um, the shiny bits in the corner there. That's another yes. photo. I melded it all together, so I went. Like, came out very nice. It yes does. It did.
1: Oh my goodness! So when did that one come out? Uh, October first. That oh came out. Wow, very soon. recent. We're Ooh. in yeah. only the ninth day, our ninth day in. So, geez, Happy Booker, brand new baby. <laughs> oh, <thank you. laughs>
2: yeah, um, that was that's that's the only book I've published this year because I've been working mostly on my uh, getting my Red Bubble store up but I want to get something out this year and I, I had some poems and I wanted to write some poems. So I decided to put the horror poetry book out. And uh, I do have a short story that may come out later this year, but I'm not sure I may wait till January cause I still got to edit it. And I have been neglecting that terribly. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been terribly neglecting editing my horror novella.
1: So that too. So I have to get, on that and do it so. oh, everything piles up quickly like you don't yeah. realize it when you're like i'll do that tomorrow yeah and then tomorrow yeah, becomes the next day becomes the tomorrow next week becomes next month and you have so many things piling up on top of it and you're like i don't even know where to begin
2: yeah well i've been mostly working on my red bubble store because i've been taking this e-commerce uh course thing okay. and some uh, uh, uh it's a group that i joined anyway and um So I've been learning a lot about how to get the tags and the descriptions and all the stuff that I was going. I don't understand it. I want a store, but I don't understand it. And then I was taught, you know, doing these things, and I realized that it's just the same as book marketing, only Mm -hmm. you got to do it for yeah for that instead. So um, the
1: the the store we're talking about
2: here. Yes, that's just the store I'm talking about. It now has 125 designs up there. Oh, I cool. started, like, with 35 in, in July. So I've been busy. Ooh,
1: writers need coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah, a lot I, of
2: really cool stuff on here. Yeah. yeah. I have fantasy designs, horror designs, stuff for Halloween, a few Christmas things, mm-hmm. uh, some abstract art. They're sort of like digital versions of acrylic pour, if you've ever seen that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was that was fun to do, um, especially when you're doing. I'm doing the. Um, oh, I forget what it's called in Photoshop, but it's a program you go in and you twist it all around, mm. and and it was like rendering, rendering, like we were talking about earlier, rendering, 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 like yeah. for ten minutes. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm gonna go. I'll do the dishes while this works.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: But they came yeah, out know.
0: wonderfully, so. I know some people who yeah, some cover artists who, when they render, it takes hours. Yeah. Oh. They actually leave their computer. They go, you know, make dinner, have dinner, Yeah. Well. <laughs> come, come back to see that it's only 50% clean the house. Yeah. 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 yeah
2: it, it's, it's not as bad when I'm doing the cover cause the covers are smaller. Mm. It's like with yeah. the red bubble stuff, you have to have like 7,000 by 7,000 pixels or, Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's big. And so it takes a while when you're using the fil- some of, some of the filters. Yep. Some of them are, are don't
1: take as much power, but. So that, now, how happens. has that been working for you having the, the red bubble store? Is it been worth the time investment?
2: Um, I think so. I mean, I made a couple of sales which I hadn't been doing, so that's good. And I'm getting more traffic, like, more people are coming and taking a look, which is also good. Mm-hmm. And someone actually bought one of my new designs the other week, uh, one of my jazz age designs, which I was really glad of because oh, I, yeah. I, I like that one. Yeah, I have got a bunch of 1920s kind of vintage style Ooh. things. Oh, nice.
0: All right. now for all of
1: you guys who are watching and for our listeners we will put the links to all of her stuff in the show notes so after the show is done Good. you can easily find everything we're talking about because if you're like me I'm going I need to look at this afterwards because if I do it now I'm gonna go squirrel off in another direction and we do the show yes. and, and, and just for you Katie I put, I put the panthers versus plotters in the writer yeah. stuff.
2: That's, so um, I think the plotters, plotters outline and panthers wing it is what I think I used for. This. I think yep. I saw
1: that one, yeah, with the yeah. little angel wings. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you're also doing cover art too. we were mm-hmm. again squirreling off in another direction. That was me right before the show, going, "Ooh, that's pretty." So tell us about the cover art that you've decided to turn into a business now.
2: Well, um, I, I. Get the newsletters and stuff, you know, for all those emails. And I, I keep seeing all these covers. And again, with when you're doing newsletter swaps, you see covers. And they're not bad, but I'm going, you know, I could do so much better for them. <laughs> you know, I could do, I could give them such a nicer cover. And I'm going, well, so I thought, well, why don't I? So I, I started the thing and I'm. it's specifically designed for authors who have lower budgets. And who need a quick cover or a cover for a reader magnet or or a standalone? And I mean, I do do custom stuff. So if you, you need series or anything, that I'm I stealing can do that. this
1: one, and this is going to be mine. So
2: you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and so so that was the the idea behind it. So the prices on the 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 site are actually very reasonable. I mean, they're all the premades. There's no pre-made that's higher than sixty five dollars Canadian. And the uh, custom covers will be a little more expensive. It depends on custom prices, depends on how much work you need done. Like if it's a quick in and out, it's just uh, 75 Canadian. And I think the top price was 125 Canadian. Although I could be wrong because I changed my prices there while I was doing this. So
1: that's pretty too. Sorry. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, anyway, and I've got a whole bunch more that are in the wings waiting, but mm-hmm. I haven't got around to because I was waiting for my Adobe Stock um covers because I, I kind of exhausted doing all the covers. I exhausted my supply. <laughs> so I was waiting for <laughs> it to run run come out, back quickly. up. So now that back up, i am
1: gonna have a few more covers coming. Now, up. let me ask for uh the pre or, or the pre-made's that you have. If someone wants to request any changes, like uh, maybe a different font for the title and stuff, is that an additional charge or is that just part of the pre? No, um,
2: the, the the design themselves is pretty much as is. Okay. But I can change the font if you want a, a, a different font, if you if you if you need it. I'm I'm flexible. I mean, it's got all the stuff, you know, the the <laughs> as like uh, I put in the description, you know, the premades are as is except mm-hmm. for the font and stuff and changing that. Um, But I am kind of flexible. I mean, if you if I can do it, I probably will do it, to be honest, you know, because I'm really doing the site to make a little extra money and help authors. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But I don't want people requesting it all the time because, you know, sometimes you can't do it. And so I don't want that in the mindset from the other. And font
1: is is also it's tied to licensing as well. Yeah, well, um, fonts that aren't open source you can't use if you don't have the license for it. Yeah, um, I
2: all the fonts I use though are commercially uh, usable. Good, uh, because I get anything I don't get from Adobe, uh, which is can be used commercially. um, I get from One Thousand and One Fonts, I think that's the one I use, Mm -hmm. and I always. Check to make sure that the license is commercial and their commercial their idea of commercial
1: is compatible with what I'm using it for. Uh, Same Rebecca with- beat me to the the question here. What if yeah. they want it with no font as a blank to use as a template for? Yeah, say, I don't care. If they stuff? can
0: have it with no font. <laughs>
1: it's fine. a common request. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, that's just it. I mean, if they want to know, font, I do. I will say though, when I make the covers, I do try and match the fonts to the genre. I'm pushing it as so Mm
0: -hmm. so if it's horror it's horror if it's if it's romance it's more of a romantic that is the number
2: one mistake i see new authors make is the wrong font on a picture they have a great cover and terrible font
1: or they Mm -hmm. they go crazy with it like yeah plain font actually works a lot better than a fancy Mm -hmm. one and sometimes mm-hmm. they will go with something swirly and just completely unreadable, especially at thumbnail size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it ruins the the effect the cover can have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is the number one
2: issue when you're making covers, making the actual making the actual print stuff, this stuff. That's not that hard, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, sometimes it is if depending on what you're putting together. But the font <laughs> The font, getting it readable, getting it readable at a small size, that is sometimes yep. can be the
0: pain in the mm, took. It.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and Rebecca's on the same wavelength as me because I do covers as well. I work with clients on, on different aspects of the publishing process. And sometimes I have a font I would really like to use. And if I own the license to it, then I want to be able to use it on a cover. So getting those blanks is often the best way to get a pre-made cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, because all my all my covers are set up in Photoshop. I can take the font out if they need it without a problem.
1: Because mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I mean that that's that's mm-hmm. what I do. I use uh, make all the covers in Photoshop. Then I sell. Uh, then I save the Photoshop design so I can go back in, redo it, do whatever I want. Anyway, and I did sell a custom cover to uh, one of my local authors in one of my local groups, and she loved it. She she she. Asked me to do the, the thing. And she said, I'm I'm going to tell you right up front that I'm probably going to be a hard client to work with. And I went and checked her book. She was changing the cover on her book because her old cover was nice, but it didn't really fit the genre. Mm-hmm. So I went over, took a look at the book, uh, took a look at the description thing. And something in my head clicked. And I said, yeah, I think I know of the perfect template design for her. So I did something up.
1: She loved it. That was it. <laughs> so it was easy,
2: easy as pie. So, yeah.
1: I, mean, I found that the, the customers who are, are the ones that say, I'm going to be a tough client are usually the easiest. It's the ones that are like, I'm so easy, I don't have anything, no trouble at all, are the ones that end up being covertly picky as hell and mm. driving crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. They, or just, they don't, or just, they don't know what just, they want.
1: Yeah. Oh, if they don't know what they want, I'm not a mind reader, I've I've canceled contracts. Because they want me to pick something out of the air for them to decide on. and I'm sorry, but if I have to spend the time to create something based off of a whim with no direction Mm -hmm. from you, it's guaranteed not to be what you want. And now I've wasted all of this time. I need you to give me directions. You tell me what you want, how you want it, and then we'll go from there. Mm -hmm. It's just a headache waiting to happen when they go, you just do it. You're the artist. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Not to rant.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I have only told one artist, uh, but I had bought the pre-made. With the second and the third books, I'm like, I want the same flavor. But you have artistic rain, but you gave them something to work off of. Well, they, they gave me the pre-made. <laughs> I got the okay. pre-made from them, so I said, this has the I want the vibe. You know, so just continue that, and you know, but my cover artists usually nail it right on right on the head, so <laughs> you've got a, quite a collection of good really good covers. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to get writing them. <laughs> yeah, that's see. That goes back to that whole. I'll get that done
1: later, and then they pile up. How many covers yeah. do you have that need stories?
0: uh 50 some uh huh mm-hmm. something like that but yeah no <laughs> no <laughs> and and I had I had an idea of what I was going to do next after this, dra- this dragon series but because um the game of thrones prequel is coming out next year I think I'm just going to continue dragons but go back into the past cuz I have three dragon covers that I've got to write books for so it's like okay I missed the first trend I don't want to miss this one oh. <laughs> and I and I have stuff ready and That's now perfect. I have to now I have to think of the thoughts and the books and you know the arc <laughs> <laughs> and then writing them, of course, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> sorry, that's sure what's not Right now. That's, that's yeah. one way to definitely increase your chances of sales. You know, and I, I, I had one that I was going to do, but then, you know, I saw those ads for that, that been coming in 2022. And I'm like, Ooh, you know, I think I want to write these. <laughs> Start watching all the things that are coming, all the things that are, you know, mm-hmm. the witchers coming out again. So, all of that medieval we yeah. got the Wheel of Time coming out, I think, yeah. in November. We've yeah. got
1: the Amazon series uh from the Lord of the Rings, the prequel. We've got yeah. the Fire and Blood, the uh the Dance of yeah. Dragons saga. Yeah, yeah, there's a that's, lot that's of really why, cool That's So I coming started out.
2: writing my Loki stories because yep. I, I watched Loki on, on and like so yeah, I want to go back and do my more Loki stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was fun.
0: He's always yeah. fun. Yes.
2: <laughs> of course, of course, my Loki's way different because my Loki's the hero of the yep. of the right. Story. <laughs> well, isn't
0: isn't he? Well, he's the anti-hero. Yeah. No, but it,
2: he he's not it, a he's, villain at all. He's he's always been the hero. Okay. This is the premise of the, the the stories, he's always been the hero. It's just bad propaganda. That's why he's the villain.
1: Mm-hmm. Like Rebecca, smartass. Yes. It. Writing yes. the book does increase book sales for it. Yes. yes. yeah Yeah. that
0: is true (laughs) and and i finished a book now i have to sit on it for a year i yeah because it's in a it's in a box set that's coming out next october but i'm like i finished the next (laughs) fractured fairy tale but
1: (laughs) (laughs) how do you do that i couldn't do it I'm like, I I finished it, I worked so hard. Somebody read it, please.
0: Oh, I've had I've had some beta readers read it. So Rebecca has read it. And yes, it and is. Katie, it's in the chat. <laughs> I can find <spend> some time. <laughs> I haven't
1: read for pleasure in God knows how long.
0: <laughs> but at least at least this time I could release the paperback if I wanted to. So I may do that. <laughs> Sometime early next year or so, <laughs> but yeah <laughs> it's always fun to to finish something and yeah, yeah, yeah
1: I couldn't do it I don't have that patience I'd, I'd find a way to release it early. How about you Anita would you be able to sit for a year on something? oh probably because I'd probably be off doing the next book. oh yeah I'm
2: loner. <laughs> I've <laughs> got like I've got like seven things on the go at the moment so if i had to sit on something i'd just say okay well technically i am sitting on something because i'm waiting on line edits for a story that's going to be in fairy 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 tales punk 2 yeah get the title right i hope Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh yeah yeah phoebe darkling's doing the editing on that but right now she's Mm -hmm. like knee deep in her film stuff Mm -hmm. and her her uh, working on that so the line edits got pushed back a little bit So, uh, but yeah, that, that should be interesting. That's a steampunk uh, monster creature sort of thing. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I got a mechanical sphinx
1: story.
0: Ooh. 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 I like that idea. (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe I'll write multiples again. Yeah. You, you write you, do you write multiple books at the same time Anita or go from one um, to another
2: kind of like I generally work on one project at one time but mm-hmm. if I get kind of bored with it or' stuck I'll just pop over and do something else mm-hmm. uh, like I'm like I was working on my short story for my first paranormal detective series mm-hmm. that I'm working on and the poetry book at the same time mm-hmm. and next month I'll be working on the Fairy, the sequel to this one, visions and nightmares. I'm working on fairy tales and nightmares.
0: Ooh.
2: <clears throat> um and for and I'll be working on my Norse, my Norse tales as well. But next month, so
1: that's we I got a lot going on, and then with Nano coming up, are you participating? That is the Nano
2: stuff. Okay,
1: okay.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, because I
2: don't feel like I didn't feel like working on my on historical fiction again because I kind of realized that I have a lot of stuff I haven't figured out yet in the middle.
0: (laughs) So i got to figure
2: that out before I start writing that again. So I'm going to finish the fairy, because I really want to get back to the fairy tales and nightmares because uh, it's fun. Yeah, I just haven't had the time. But yeah, because I'm doing horror takes on fairy tales and um, retelling them as different things. Like Snow White's a Japanese ghost story. It's kind of like the, the you know, like feudal Japan meets the, meets the ring. Oh, you know, without the videotape, of course, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But the same sort of ghost idea. And uh, I'm putting the uh, Alibab and the 40 thieves in, in the Roman empire.
0: Okay. Ooh.
2: Sleeping beauty has vampires. Hmm. Of course. (laughs) Well,
0: Make the Mine most sense. Zombies, you know? so. Why would they
2: be sleeping for a hundred years? Yeah. Yeah. She's a vampire. Yep. Yeah. Spoiler. It does make sense. Yeah. Um, and uh the snow queen is getting a sequel. Um, okay. Gerda comes back to the snow queen. Oh Baba Yaga is going to be a prequel. What how how Baba Yaga became Baba Yaga? Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, and 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 spoiler, it's it's she's not a villain Hmm. okay she's misunderstood (laughs) of course that there is child stealing involved but she's still misunderstood (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh yeah and um in hansel and gretel i'm doing uh the stepmother and the witch are the same i mean the mother of the the hansel and gretel and the witch are the same person Ooh. And uh, yes. I, I wasn't gonna do Red Riding Hood because I I don't like the Red Riding Hood story mm-hmm. because it's stupid. I'm just <laughs> saying there. I mean, really, she can't tell her wolf from her grandmother. It just annoyed me as a child. There was
0: just so much <laughs> illogicalness to that story. <laughs> You'd like my my take on red. <laughs> yeah, so but I came
2: up with an idea of, of doing a Celtic version of Red Riding Hood where the Morrigan is actually the wolf. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Because okay. I, I was I was reading up on things and doing my research and stuff, and I, I read that a very unknown, very not used much form of the Morgan was as a wolf. You know, I mean, most of the time in stories, she appears as a raven. Mm-hmm. If she appears in animal form, but she did have a wolf form too. So I thought, ooh, that's interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. I like so that.
2: The, yeah,
0: and then I'm doing just
2: a straight out revenge tale for uh, for uh, Bluebeard. It's like yeah. So the wife isn't marrying Bluebeard because she doesn't know he's a serial killer. She's marrying him because she does know, and she wants her revenge or something. Ooh
0: yeah okay all right that was good yeah. I haven't a, a, I haven't figured out the last two in, in my fairy tale series I've got Belle coming up which is you know Beauty and the beast but i have going to twist it where she's the beast mm. <laughs> and then I have Hook which Tinkerbell um, is the the main character going through that one <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I, forget, I, I forgot I that the, 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 there's the Little Mermaid
2: version, too, where it's basically a sort of pirate treasure hunt. Hmm. Oh. Uh, yeah, because the the, the the mermaid clans are sort of like um, scavenger pirates. They mm-hmm. kind of prey on ships. Yep. And yep. the Little Mermaid character is sent on a mission to retrieve the treasure from the humans.
1: Oh, nice. Nice.
2: And it doesn't okay. end well for the humans, let's say.
1: <laughs> so many good ideas flying around today. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't do the Little Mermaid in my fairy tales because I've got um, I've got silencing the siren already. So I didn't want to repeat that. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: well, that's why I didn't do Beauty and the Beast, because I mm. did a sort of Beauty and the Beast
1: flash fiction for my fairy tale fusion book. So oh, cool. Wow. So now you've got a lot of, of writing going on, but you're also involved in doing interviews as well, just like us. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. going to keep you busy. And that's on a weekly Sunday schedule, correct? Yeah. Every Sunday. Which I never seem to make, but I made your last one. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was all excited. I finally made a live one. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, we get a lot of views after the fact on that show, which is okay. Yeah. Cause you well, know, I mean, not everybody can, lot yeah. can make it live anyway so and i have fun and i've, I've bought too many books off of that
0: show
1: but, um. <laughs> there, yeah everybody's got a great story to tell and, oh, and yeah get excited uh, hearing them describe how they go into the thought process and how they plotted it out all that good stuff yeah. Makes yeah. Well, really that, that's how i ended up a fan of lee murray
2: and her her uh her books and now she's a bram stoker award winner mm-hmm. And it's like yeah I'm gonna buy all her books <laughs>
1: yep <laughs> but but she was a fun interview. What was your favorite interview so far of all the ones that you've done oh gee I
2: um I've had a lot of them. like Lee Murray's one of my favorite Justin Lee Anderson who just won spiffbo uh, last year uh he was he was a good interview he he was talking about um Scotland so of course <laughs> I'm on board for that yeah. And a uh, couple of weeks ago, uh, I had one with uh, Kimberly Hennessy. Now she was fun. She really was. She just she was just all enthusiastic about her book, and I loved interviewing her. She was a great one. And uh, the ones I had with uh, oh, what was his? Did, oh no, I can't remember his name. Darius. Some um, he he writes uh, fantasy mysteries, and I can't remember. Yeah, can't remember it. But anyway, <laughs> he's from New Zealand. Okay. So yeah. yeah sure. The New Zealand, the New Zealand authors were fun. Yeah. Eileen um, Mueller, who was talking about her dragon book, she was a good interview too. Okay. That's always so
1: fun when you get somebody with an accent because it's just like, just keep talking. I'll just listen. <laughs> oh yeah. And Lauren Rhodes, we did her book is actually non was nonfiction.
2: Okay. She, she has a book of of essays about it's uh, her this morbid life. It's basically about her life. It's essays about her life. Now that was fun because she was talking about um, her stuff, we were talking about one of the essays and where she went to uh, view the dissections. Ooh. Yeah. So we had fun
1: with that one. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Creepy stuff. Yeah, that's kind of gross. <laughs> well, her her cemetery book is one of my favorite books. So. Well, now, and you also do a show on Go Indie Now as well, mm-hmm. which is separate from yours, but kind of similar in theme, but you get to focus in on the, um, how should I put it?
0: Dead people. genre. Come on, <laughs> come on, brain work. Oh,
1: my brain is not
0: working it, it's today. Saturday night. It's <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, basically, the premise of that show is we talk about killing off your characters, so yeah. and each show has yeah. a theme, as Jane knows, because she, uh-huh. she guessed that.
1: Good at killing people. Yes, I
2: am. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about dark magic with her and killing people. Yes. And um yes. yeah, the cozy Diabolical. one. That was I don't the word know I was if the cozy for. mystery one's aired yet, but the cozy mystery one was fun. Mm-hmm. And the one I did, um, oh, I forget what the theme was, but we were talking about oh, it was weapons, that's what it was. And we were talking about weapons and he was telling me about how his story had um, filled uh, the plastic bag and killed someone with a bag full of groceries. And we were discussing the merits of, of whether the bag was plastic or whether it would hold up with whacking someone over the head. <laughs> and then later on the show, he was talking about smothering someone. and uh, you know, And I said, well, smothering would have to be pretty deliberate because it takes about two to three minutes to smother someone to death at least. And mm-hmm. he, he looks at me, and, you know, like, how do you know that?
0: <laughs> so that was my research. <laughs> uh,
2: and, and for the record, I know that because I watch forensic and true crime shows. Just saying.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> They're so educational.
0: No, <laughs> they are
2: actually <laughs> educational. You learn a lot about them. And now I'm part of a a, a group that has doctors. It's like doctors will give you information Mm -hmm. for your stories. And I was, I was getting very good information about stab wounds that I needed. So,
0: Oh, my, my sister taught a forensic science class in high school and she gave me the blood splatter slide deck on on each of the (laughs) different types of things. So I have the whole forensic science thing on that. (laughs) And, and I'm going to have to have a, bomb specialist look at a thing in my book in my current book just to make sure and and i do have a bomb specialist in the family uh, i was just about to say if you don't have a bomb specialist i do i do <laughs> <laughs> but he can't tell me how to make a bomb even though he knows he can just tell me how it's not realistic <laughs> yeah, so. I, I don't
2: deal too much in bombs so i don't need yeah. <laughs> we, we all have our state I need an expert in, in how on. sword wounds bleed out that's important to know yes, yes. it is especially yep. when 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 I have sev- two different stories that, that yep. deal with stab wounds uh, one with multiple wounds and one with a, a single wound to the to the chest and I mm-hmm. have to know how much blood people are going to get on their clothes because they have to go and do things afterwards
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. oh yeah Oh, yeah. my, my last research was on uh, a heroin like opioid or something in the opioid family and how mm-hmm. intramuscular injection would take to diffuse and how long it would take to kill someone. It mm. was really hey, fun. Yeah. That is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and you know how long my villain has before he's, you know, yeah. got a, a dead body to work with because he wanted to get information out of someone and how cognizant they would be for how long. And yeah, yeah. it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got got to know how long these people are going to live after you stab them or inject them or stuff. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Never look at the the search history of an author.
2: That's actually one of my designs. Don't judge me by my search history.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And it changes so often too, especially like I've been doing a lot of work for others. And so as Mm -hmm. I'm fact checking them, it goes everywhere from, you know, the, the opioid injections to um, psychoanalyzing people for emotional abuse. And I swear, mm-hmm. if you tried to put them all together, I would look like a completely insane person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, my, my my search history lately has been like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but to get it slightly realistic, I certainly don't want to have the instructions on how to build something that's gonna cause mass destruction in a book, but I want it to be as close to authentic without being dangerous. Yes. I don't want it to be way out here (laughs) and not believable.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's got to be able to to work within the the reality that you're sending your readers into, but not be so detail oriented that one you're writing an instruction manual or two, you bore them with those details because while we might be interested in them, they are not always that
0: interesting to the readers. Right. Right. You have to know how much, yeah, exactly to put in and you have to, remember a continuity of the story. (laughs) I had a situation in one of the ones I was writing where the main character, um, I, I started to have him shift back and forth. Now, this character only has one leg. So mm-hmm. how do you feel nervous, nervousness with somebody with one leg and a crutch? You can't shift the feet back and forth. You can't shuffle feet. You can't, you know, shuffle yeah. your foot on the floor. It's like, oh, crap, I've got to think of another physical cue.
2: <laughs> a, tap his fingers against the crutch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Little
2: things that always trip yep. you up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's why oh, I use yeah. the emotional thesaurus. Oh, yep. that is a wonderful oh, yeah. resource. It oh, is. Yeah. It is like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can't have the character nod again. Right. Exactly. Or or, or sigh. Like I do too many times. Or Raise an eyebrow. Yes.
0: Let's raise an eyebrow Go get the emotional
2: detours and see what you can replace (laughs) sigh with. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My character sigh way too much.
0: Mine sigh, nod, and raise their eyebrows too much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Do not. And smile. In the first draft. Yes. And smile. Yes. Yes, and every um, other
1: word for smile that you can throw in there.
0: Yep, grin, <laughs> smirk. smirk,
1: laugh. Smirk. Yep,
0: <laughs> the lips twist. Yeah, chuckle, chuckle, guffaw. Yeah. I used guffaw. Oh,
1: I won't use that one. I won't use that one. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I I've used giggle a couple of times. Uh, yeah, be careful with giggle though, because that has yeah. that like teenage girl connotation to it. So well, especially well, if you assign um, it to a big burly man, it would be. I think <laughs> I
2: was actually using it for someone who was acting like a teen. teen- I usually use it for yeah. people who are acting like teenage girls. <laughs> sex, yes, yes.
0: Yep.
2: Or, or they're yep. crazy. So I think crazy people would giggle. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Rebecca says it's hard to do when your character has no vocal cords. Yes. Yes. That's when you got to do the body cues. Mm-hmm. That emotional thesaurus is so good for that because it does help you really visualize
0: what the expression looks like. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, can, yeah, when you, when you want to replace the emotion with physical cues mm-hmm. instead of, you know, telling the audience, that, that's really key. <laughs> and the first, my first drafts usually tell tell the audience mm-hmm. and then I go back and I flush it out because you know I know it's just to get the story out mm-hmm. and sometimes I miss those <laughs> in the editing process but we try not to <laughs> oh, that's why you edit you go yeah. back and fix and it sometimes takes more than once oh yeah oh yeah I do it about three times now yeah so. that,
2: that that's why I like using pro writing aid for my last edit oh yeah Cause mm-hmm. it'll go and it'll tell you like, you can just click on the repeats and the echoes and things. Cause they get different things you can use.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And if you've used it
1: too many times, yeah, you mm-hmm. can find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got a lot of features. I use pro mm-hmm. writing aid as well in my, my final reviews, because it does, it'll pick up the simple grammar errors. It'll offer some suggestions on things. It will find repeated words. It will find some incorrect usage mm-hmm. Um, the same phrasing, if you use the same phrasing, just not, not just the single word, it picks that out for you as well. Mm -hmm. And it finds a lot of things that you won't see yourself because as the author, you know what you meant to say, right? Your brain puts that filter when you read it you know what you meant
0: to say. And so that's Mm -hmm. what you see. You don't see the actual what's Mm -hmm. on the page. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's funny because when I switch up from the, the computer where I write and I send it to my Kindle. I pick up so much more in that different, different format. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure if I printed it out and read it in print, I'd have the same thing, but Mm -hmm. I don't want to kill trees. Yeah, well, (laughs) uh, I use Adobe
2: Acrobat's um, read out loud. Yep.
1: Oh, that's a good feature. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I just, uh, I I let the stupid read out loud go and then I just follow along as, and if you're reading it, you might not see it, but your ear is going to pick it up. Mm-hmm. and then smart. I just pause and pause it go back to the manuscript fix it and then keep going
1: mm-hmm. Wait, what is Rebecca saying here did I not see all of her comments
0: uh, <laughs> she's I, just, is she, she taking medica- medications for her cold
2: uh, <laughs> no, she, she, oh. she says she oh. should ask
0: her dog what pitch would do oh, okay her character. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, okay <laughs> <laughs> poor Rebecca she's still healing yes yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and ask
1: more what pitch to do. Okay, yeah. that makes sense now. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Rebecca,
0: we were just we got in lost conversation there.
1: <laughs> we got lost there.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, but yes, back to the emotional thesaurus. That is such a great reference and it it does really help avoid the whole telling that, that we yeah. get caught up in. It, it gives you the the show element. Absolutely. Any other book recommendations?
0: Um, not really. <laughs> I'm waiting for November. I think it's 10th. Death is coming out by Laura. Oh, Laura uh, uh, Yes, I can never say her name. <laughs> I, always, I always butcher it. By Laura. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Yeah. Laura T. <laughs> How about in October yes. for for spooky Halloween Month anything good coming out or any good uh, things going on for this month? Uh, no. I've got the October
2: fright starting tomorrow. Oh, tell us about it. which Ooh. is 14 authors um, <clears throat> and we are blog it's a blog hop. so basically we're blogging for the whole week stories, all sorts of things. And on day two, I'm going to have book recommendations. Ah from mm. a lot of people that are here and Ooh. in the chat. And other people we know nice
0: yes i've taken all
2: the books from my friends all the horror books from my friends and put them on a blog post because i didn't have another post and i figured why not (laughs) that works yeah spread the love (laughs) so uh yeah uh day one i've got the intro with flash fiction day two is the book recommendations day three is more flash fiction Day four is October Friday's edition of my Drabble Wednesday. Um, then I've got day five is Poetry Corner. And day six, I've got an excerpt from my Fairy Tales and Nightmares. Oh, And the other guys will have lots of stuff. Um, Jim Nettles is joining us again this year. And he's always got good stories. And uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Angela eurico Smith. Uh, with us and she's going to probably have some good stuff. She always has good stuff. Uh, hopefully she'll have a spotlight on her new poetry book. Her, she's got a new anthology she's in with Lee Murray and a few other people that just came out today. Uh, Tortured Willows, I think it's called. Hmm. Hmm. So hopefully she'll have a spotlight on that for the October Frights. I don't know. because I don't know what the other people are having in content yet. I like to be surprised. I organize the thing, but I like to be surprised at what people are are uh, posting. So
1: what goes into organizing that? Cause that seems like it's a, a huge thing to, to pull everyone into and to make sure everyone's posting. And well, we have a group on Facebook, October Frights. Mm-hmm. So we, most of the
2: organization happens there and we do a Google form. You sign up and I've got, you sign up, you put your name, your blog this year, we're having a book fair. So they added their books and that page is actually up on my website right now, the book fair. Okay. Because I put it up a day early because I wanted to do the the last minute checks on it, make sure everything was working properly. And uh, we have an October Frights giveaway that's that runs all month from October 1st to the 31st. And uh, we've got a lot of good authors over there too. Different, not not They're not necessarily participating in the blog hop, but they're offering their freebies. Mm-hmm. And Michael Brent Collins, Collins, is that his name? Collins. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, the famous guy, <laughs> he's hes actually joined the, the giveaway this year, which was oh, very fine. nice. Good. Yeah. So um, he, he'll be uh, including that in his newsletter uh, next week, I think it was next week he signed up for Anyway, so, but he's got some freebies up there if you want to go check out his books. Mm. And I got and my visions and nightmares book is going to be free from the 10th till the 14th for the hop Next. because Amazon wouldn't let me put it up till the 15th. Oh, because <laughs> apparently their free days only last for five days or something. I don't know, but anyway, mm. so you can't get it on the last day if you wait for it.
1: You get say, it right, if you right want it free, you
2: better not wait, till
1: the, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But yeah, so but it's always fun because the, the 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 writers that participate are really talented, and they always have something scary and spooky and just great to to for the hop. Because we this is what I'm not sure what year this is, but it's like more than five, I think. Could be could be closer to ten for all I know. Really? <laughs> don't keep, yeah, I don't keep track. of this. And it kind of evolved out of the Coffin Hop, Blog Hop. So we've been doing this a long time.
0: Okay. <laughs> awesome. Awesome.
2: <laughs> and, oh, and tomorrow morning I'm doing a panel. Angela Yuriko-Smith is hosting it. <clears throat> and uh, I'm on it. Heidi Angel's on it. And Carmilla Voyez is on it. And we'll be talking about what we've been doing for the frights and how frights get started and all that good stuff. So Cool. You yeah, or uh, if Joe's 20, watching, 20. I may be able to view his show because it's on at 12 and his show starts. At <laughs> 5, but. <laughs> but I will be there because I'm definitely going to want to see him in a tuxedo. I'm just saying that's mm-hmm. right. Tomorrow's the yeah. fancy show, yeah. yeah, yep, or his fancy dress or whatever he's wearing. I definitely want <laughs> to see all those people dressed up, but I might be
1: late. <laughs> oh, my goodness! Like I said, you are a busy lady. Let's see, what we we've talked about the cover art, we've talked about the Red Bubble store, we've talked about the new book release, the blog Blah. hop, all of the, the shows that you're on. I mean, you you are so crazy busy. How do you do it? I have no life, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, honestly, i must stay, I stay at home a lot. I don't go out a lot because you know I'm just a stay-at-home person. So um basically I'm Work all day and watch TV at night, and that's my life, basically. <laughs> but and I'm happy with life. that, but you that, know, that's not a bad thing. Put it that
1: way books are your life, yeah, yeah.
2: But I mean, that's oh, it. I mean, like the other day, I was working on my art, and next thing I know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll just work on it for an hour, and then it's like, I'll look up, and it's three hours later, so
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. When you get in the zone, that, that's mm. it, yep. <laughs> it's like yeah eaten? I should
2: have had lunch you, know? nah, you don't
0: need to eat <laughs> what's that yeah. no, I, I have to eat <laughs> otherwise I get silly and, and everything <laughs> you get hangry yes I get hangry I get very hangry when I, when I don't eat <laughs> and You're I have to, I have to eat at periods through the day I mean my husband can go all day without food and he's fine. And I'm like, how can you do that? <laughs> I can't. Well, he feeds himself with coffee. <laughs> that's the thing. He's a coffee drinker. Yep. Yep. I know and that. A, a heavy coffee <laughs> drinker. So, so maybe that's, that fills him up. I don't know. Tell me.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's there's something with it the the, mm. the caffeine and the cream you put in it or something it's fortifying enough to keep you going.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. I need food then, with coffee.
0: You
1: know,
2: mm-hmm. I couldn't drink just coffee all day; it would it'd kill my stomach. So, mm. yeah, I need to eat
0: something. <laughs> yeah, I I have to eat periodically. Mm. That's why I'm you know roundish <laughs> down below. <laughs> It's like yeah, saying, those, I'm saying, I'm in shape, those... round is a shape.
2: <laughs> yeah, ice cream generally tend to do that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, there, there isn't an almost empty ice cream tub in my freezer, no. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> I've been <laughs> trying stop the,
1: the sugar lately, and I keep finding it all over my house. Oh, yeah. It's like oh, every yeah. time I'm like, I'm going to be good, and I'm not going to have any sugar. One of the kids comes home with candy or, mm. or something, and they're like, here, have it. They can't say no, it's... Sugar's addictive, people. It is. It is very, very addictive. <laughs> and I'm like, next time I, I'll be
0: good tomorrow. And then tomorrow something else happens. hmm hmm Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. more. I'm more likely to to be okay here than back at the house because the house has more sugar stuff.
1: <laughs> and more people too, and so they all yeah. have their own dietary things, and that just brings more
0: dietary. No, they don't have any dietary. <laughs> she's like my daughter could eat anything and not gain a pound <laughs> that comes from hubby <laughs> how do some people get so dang lucky i know it's the, french, it's the french blood yeah well i i used
2: to be like that and then i mm. got old and mm. it doesn't work like that <laughs> it does catch up with you after a while that's true yeah, yeah. so yeah and the last two years have been a little heavy on the ice cream, but yeah.
1: Well, I generally like to take years, fruit when for yeah. snacking though. Yeah. Like, mm. Especially dried fruit. Oh yeah. Frozen blueberries are my favorite summer treat. Oh. Mm. I Yum. absolutely love those and it's, it's, I'll just grab any blueberries I've got, whether it's like the fresh ones or I'll grab a bag of frozen ones. And every night I'll have like a bowl full of them because it keeps you cool and it's healthy (laughs) for you Mm -mm. and it's low in sugar, high in fiber, lots of antioxidants. And then you have a blue mouth for a couple hours after that.
2: Mm -hmm. I I actually like like snacking on prunes.
1: Well, that'll keep you regular. (laughs) (laughs) I don't,
2: I actually don't find a problem with it, but. I, I like them because they're sweet and they taste they are very sweet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So are very dried sweet. cranberries. Ooh, those oh Oh yeah. The dried especially
2: yeah. when you get the, the mixed yeah. with the dried cranberries and with the cherry stuff. Oh, yep. Oh yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. But they don't sell them at our store anymore. <laughs>
0: mm. I used to buy I used to buy the bag every time I went for the grocery and I stopped selling the mixed ones. Yeah, I got the ones with almonds and the two different kinds of raisins, the the regular and the white like white raisins and then the cranberries and seeds so that's okay. just like a like a sugar snack <laughs> it's still sugar it's still carbs <laughs> it is <laughs> so i could never be a on a, a no carb diet i've tried it
1: yeah your, yeah. your energy plummets instantly when you try
0: it because mm-hmm. your yep. body's so used to the carbs yep exactly Exactly. I mean, my morning thing is a V8 energy blueberry pomegranate drink. <laughs> so it's supposed to be one helping of vegetable and, and fruit. I'm okay. thinking it, you know, in my head, it's sounding like it's healthy. <laughs> but what's the sugar content in it? Um, I don't that's know. It, that's it, where they get you. Actually, actually it's 12 grams of okay. carbs.
1: Wait, of grams carbs? carbs.
0: 12 grams of carbs.
1: But what's the sugar though? Cause I think I the, the recommendation, and I may be wrong on this. You're not supposed to go over 24 grams of sugar on average per day. And I know we all go way over yeah. that. Yeah. And it's so easy to do because, you know, one drink could have, you know, 20 in it right there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's only 50 calories. It, it, yeah. Two teaspoons
2: yeah. of coffee, of sugar yeah. in my coffee, and two cups yep. of coffee a day. Yeah. Probably over yeah. that. Just the yeah. coffee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I have no idea <laughs> Oh, we're making Rebecca jealous Aww. sorry Rebecca
1: <laughs> you don't mean to alright well we are coming up to the end here so is there anything else that we didn't touch on today or is there any news that you want to bring out to the audience Anything yes.
0: I have something go for it October 25th where did it go it went away Oh, no. Here we go. October twenty fifth. This is coming out. And where's my show? The screen. There it goes. This is coming October twenty fifth. Oh, ooh, so pretty. Yep, it's a novella. So, <laughs> and uh, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. interesting. <laughs> I like the sales pitch. <laughs> interesting. Yes. yes. Um, she, are she we sell, to infer that interesting means steamy? No.
2: No? No. Not oh, that it's time. a different interesting.
0: Yes. Yes. Yep. Now I'm the intrigued. La- the last two books, the last two novellas I've written, including the, fa- fra- the fairy tale one, are actually clean. <laughs> like how did I do that <laughs> uh, so for all those clean romance people out there the devil's offer is for you <laughs> Wow.
2: yeah actually my horror novella may not actually be all that clean so that's a first for me too So there you go yeah yeah There, there there's some erotic undertones that steeped in there for somehow I don't know how they did but they a... <laughs> oh, yep. They're... All right, all right, Anita. How about you? Um, I, so I don't have anything coming out. I just have the new book um that's available now. Yep, that one. And right there. Uh, cool I author. well, <laughs> I I shouldn't say that because I might have a short story coming out soon, if I actually get around to editing it, which I may and I may not.
0: <laughs> <Is> everything <laughs> going on if is- I I
2: remember look at the time. Yeah. But if I do, that will be the first short story in the Hayward and Anderson uh, consulting detective series. I'm going to nice. really be releasing four of them, probably, possibly five. Um, and they're basically paranormal steampunk detectives that are a slight parody of Sherlock Holmes. Okay.
1: Yeah. That sounds Indeed. pretty good. All right. we'll keep us informed. Anything else? Nothing oh, else? Oh, oh, I almost forgot mine. Oh, yes. That's for right. Course. October 21st, I believe. This one comes out from my my alter ego uh, through Three Furies Press. So if you're looking for a steamy vampire short, this is definitely for you. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you guys again for hanging out. We are going to be on hiatus for, I believe, two weeks. Yeah, two um, weeks. I'm going to be heading to East Coast for a quick trip. And uh, once we get back, we will bring some more authors on and have some more fun conversations and check in and see how the books are doing. All Until right. then, guys, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye.